From the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the PKO Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Dana, and today I've got Jeff back with me again. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Dana. Thanks for having me again. Welcome back. I'm excited to talk to you about stuff that's not video game related. I know. That's going to be a first for me on here. (laughs) Yeah, everybody should know that the last one that we did, I don't remember which video game we talked about, but as soon as we got done with it, you were like, when are we going to talk about something that's not gaming? (laughs) (laughs) I have have another knowledge base besides gaming. Ask and you shall receive, (laughs) right? Right. Um, okay, I have I have a joke for you, as always. Oh, can't wait. You're gonna love this one. I know you will. Oh, and I had to change I had to change all my screens, so I lost it. Let me see if I can remember. I'm bad at remembering jokes. Um, what do you call a group of bunnies hopping backwards? Uh, I don't know. A receding hairline. Oh man! <laughs> so, you might be asking yourself, "That's not a tech joke. Why a rabbit joke, Dana?" Yeah, why, why are you telling rabbit jokes, Dana? Yeah. Um. So we talked about an app called Rabbit about a year ago. Do you remember Rabbit, Jeff? Yep, we had some uh, cases involving Rabbit. So yeah. yeah, I know Rabbit. And then it closed down. Yeah. But it was a it was an app where you could um join friends or family or whomever to basically live stream a video together, right? Or a movie together. Right. Like you could watch together was the premise of it. So you could watch the same thing with multiple people at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So recently um I was talking with some folks actually in another state. And talking about this sort of thing, and somebody brought up that that's now called CAST, uh, K-A-S-T. And I don't know if it actually is the same company or app, or if it just does the same thing, but it it does, in fact, do the same thing. So we're going to talk about that sort of thing today with um, what they call watch parties, I guess, with live streaming. All right. Sounds good. And I guess one of the main reasons we should mention that we're talking about this is because Pew Research Center, um, the place where we get a lot of our stats from that we look at with teens and tech, came out and said that watching TV and videos is the number one um, screen activity for tweens and teens now. So it's overtaken gaming, which is number two, but also it's overtaken just like Internet browsing, social media use, um, chatting, all of that kind of stuff. So is that, do you think that that's true in what you're seeing and experiencing too, Jeff? Um, With having four children home since the beginning of time, it seems like, (laughs) not going back to school, uh, it seems like my my kids have switched their focus from uh, if their friends aren't available online to play games with that they are watching YouTube videos or watching live streams of gamers playing games. So I think that their free time on their electronic use is is transferring from the non-social aspect when friends aren't available to doing those other tasks where they're watching streamers or 
their friends play something or a YouTuber play something. So I would say that's accurate stat. Yeah. And I think that it's so easy to do and lose track of yourself on, on those things because it's like Netflix. You don't even have to keep clicking on something. It just automatically will keep playing if you let it. Um, and yeah, the next video that's like that one will just continue and just keep on going and going and going for the depths of YouTube. Yeah, down down the rabbit hole, fittingly enough. Um, I don't honestly, I don't spend a ton of time on, on YouTube. I have very directed searches when I'm trying to do projects or that sort of thing. I'm assuming they don't have the sort of check-in like Netflix does every couple episodes of, like, are you still watching? They don't have that, right? Um, I don't believe so. I don't I don't watch uh, YouTube that YouTube much either. to know if it asks if I'm still watching, but uh, I'm imagining it doesn't. I just think it just keeps playing videos. Yeah. And- so, and I don't know, again, and it does say, so uh, one of the other stats from Pew Research is that for tweens... YouTube is the dominant, um, I guess, online video space. And then Netflix is next. YouTube Kids is next with a very low percentage. And then Amazon Prime Video and then Hulu. So that's kind of how things stack up as far as what platform they're watching on. Um, But they also talked about how it's increased over the last four or five years here. So their time spent doing that kind of stuff has pretty much doubled um, as far as what they're reporting, which is really good information to have um especially right now a lot of people are staying home more and you know we they they need things to do right so right this is a good option to maybe connect with other people and um do something different yeah and i know my kids are um my older kids are in discord groups i know through through discord um they're in some groups with some other friends and through there they do watch parties but i'm not sure what app they use through discord they go to another service but i know they have him and his friends my oldest and his friends who's 16 uh they watch i believe it's netflix together i don't know if it's through the actual netflix app or what what application he's using to do that these days because it ever changes just like every other app or technology we have but I would say the, you know, the social component of the watch together thing is becoming more, you know, more prevalent just because we don't want our kids going over with 15 of their friends during these times to go sit in the basement and watch a movie, mm-hmm. even at the movie theater. Um, you know, we went to, we got out of the house one day during this and went and saw a movie at the ultra screen at the Marcus theater. And, you know, even in there, they're only allowing 10 people in the entire theater. So I think that the group watching has become more. Um, you know, the these times has become uh, more popular. Yeah, and pandemic times. Depending on when right. you're listening to this, hopefully, um, hopefully in a couple of months it's over. And <laughs> this doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, uh, someday it'll be. Someday it'll be over. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So let me ask this, and maybe you don't know this. If if the kids are watching Netflix through one of these watch parties, which sounds really cool, by the way. Um, I like the term watch party. If they're watching Netflix, let's say, and your Netflix is set to 13 and under for that account, are they only hooked into that account? Does it recognize those um, filters, we'll call them? Yeah, I'm not sure if that just goes along with the person that's hosting the party. Uh 
That's a good question because if you're watching, you know, an R-rated movie, mm-hmm. you know, on a, on your account and your other friends' accounts are only set to, you know, the child accounts, are those technically accessible? But you know, I'm not, I'm not sure on the answer for that. That's a good question, but I doubt, I doubt it would. I imagine it would just go by the the primary user's account. But sure, that makes sense. Whoever's sharing it, yeah. So when we look up cast on Common Sense Media, which is one of our our favorite apps to check into other apps on and get some more information and parent reviews and that kind of thing. Cast doesn't even show up on there, which happens sometimes with newer apps or apps that maybe aren't well um, shared or trending yet. But there are a couple of other ones that do similar things. So Rave is one of them. Airtime is one of them. Um, so we can talk about those too. But Jeff, I know you you downloaded Cast, right? I did, yep. Did it ask did. you for an age when you, like, did you have to sign up for an account or how did that work? Um, so you could sign up for an account or link it to your Google account. Um, so I created an account and I just put in a username and password. It didn't ask for any age or content restriction. It just asked to create a username and password and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I went into the app, you know, it, it shows um, live watch parties that are currently being broadcast. And then from there, you had the option if you wanted to, you know, join groups or search groups or search for friends um, and then give you a list. So if you typed in like a category, let's say, you know, action movies, there would be a group for action movies. And for some of those, you could just join or you could request to join. Um, So one of the ones that I joined then showed up on my home screen as one of the available um, videos or live feeds that I could watch. Um, and according to their site, it says up to 20 people can share their screen or camera and another 100 people can watch. So while you are watching wow. the video with other people in the watch party, it actually live feeds their video. So kind of like, you know, Microsoft Teams or one of those apps that you actually see all the people's video they're actually watching it as well. Sure. Yeah, I'm looking at mm-hmm. a screenshot of it right now. 100 people, though, that's a lot. Right. Wow. I think they would take that bandwidth of that video down having all those people on there, but <laughs> my, my internet would crash so fast. Yeah. Um, so it sounds a lot like it's a kind of kind of a public versus private that you can join, but correct. It's not private in terms of you have to be connected already. It's private in terms of you have to ask for permission. Yeah, to join certain groups. Okay, yeah. so it's important that we're teaching kids um how to say no when they don't know somebody and don't want them to join the group right right and then through the ios store it shows that the age rating for the app is 17 plus so i'm guessing they don't have much content restriction Mm -hmm. um through the app Mm -hmm. and you said too that um just because of the nature of our work this is something that we're always kind of aware of and concerned about so one of the first things that you did was just check how easy is it to look up let's say adult content right and you said those were some of the ones that you had to request access for correct yes so i did a search term and it showed a lot that were private and then there was a couple public ones that um you could join as well but most of those were private but um i'm not sure when you set up the room how how you access you know how you restrict that content or not i imagine there's probably a something you'd select for public or private. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but most most of those were private, but there were some public ones that you could join for, for free without uh, requesting access. There's definitely some concern for, 
for adult content there then. So when you say for free, are there paid groups? Uh, I'm not sure if there's paid groups. Okay. Uh, I know there's a premium uh, version of it, but I think that just allows you to, um, to add free. And there's some other things that you can, you know, it said you can add some animated reactions and sure. share your webcam and video at the same time for your desktop and things. So there's some premium settings, but I think that's just for, you know, ads and things like that. More I don't features. think you can yeah. pay to join a room or anything like that from what I from what I see on the app. Got it. So if we do look up, so I'll show you the, the way that I came up with some of these other ones. Interestingly enough, even though Rabbit doesn't exist anymore, when I looked it up on the App Store, these are the, some of the things that came up. So Cast was one of them. Rave was one of them. Airtime was one of them. And both Rave and Airtime are on Common Sense Media. So they can give you a good idea of what this type of app does. Um things that maybe you should be aware of within it and discussion points for them as well. So um, I like that they are talking about just in general family rules and expectations around signing up for social media accounts, um, acceptable information to share with others, acceptable language to use when you're communicating online or offline really. Um, and then what to do if, if something is happening you know, in a chat or something like that, that makes you feel uncomfortable. So all of our basic kind of communication safety things that we talk about uh, can come into play here with, with talking about these sorts of apps. Right. And, I, and you know, Rave, you talked about, about Rave. That is one I, I actually heard of. I didn't know what it actually, what it actually was, but that one also, if you look at there, what they can do, you can binge Netflix, Amazon prime with other people, YouTube with people, uh, rabbit, um, upload your Google drive, videos um so it looks like brave has a lot more connectivity with some of your paid services like netflix and amazon prime youtube and those types of things does reddit have videos does what does reddit have videos um it does yeah huh. there's videos on reddit i've only ever seen the the i'll say discussion board aspect of it now i'm gonna have to take a look at that yeah hmm. so careful Oh, yeah, I know, right? That's good warning for everybody. Careful. Yeah. Yep. Careful on Reddit. Careful for some of the content on Reddit. Yep. So. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So definitely something good to take a look at out there if you want to see some parent reviews. I don't see any. Oh, there are some kid reviews, too, for that one. Uh, mm -hmm. So on Common Sense Media, you can check out either parent reviews or child reviews to see what users are saying about apps, um, as well as, like we said, what the apps are about, um, pros and cons of them, discussion starters for your family. And then they also, of course, talk about uh, when they released, what's the price or pricing structure, which for these it's free, and which devices you can get it on. So you can kind of do a one-stop shop there and get a lot of information, which is great. Agreed, Dana. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... As always, you can connect with us if you have questions or if you've got apps you want to hear about. Um, this is a great way, you know, these these video watch parties, I think they are a great way for folks to connect right now when maybe it's it's not the best idea to be gathering in person, um, but you can still get together, watch a movie together, and hey, you save on, on gas and time getting somewhere too, so we'll try to look at the positives, right? Right. So you can always connect. And less the, exposure to COVID. And less exposure, which is great. Uh, <laughs> and going into flu season and all that. 
Right. Um, so you can always connect with us on protectkidsonlinewi.gov. Leave us some feedback. Let us know things that you'd like us to look into for you for future episodes. Um, thanks, Jeff, for joining me again. Appreciate it. Good information. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dana. You bet. And as always, stay safe.